this is raw. This is unadulterated. This is real passion right here. Let's go. I want to talk about that explicitly. When a plot twist begins, instant smoke. Welcome to the most musty podcast in history. Welcome to. What's up? God, you guys suck. Nobody's a Miz fan here. Fine. Welcome to Otaku Street, your favorite place for the old anime talks, the video game talks, everything in between, right? I am here. Adam is here. Micah is here. Christopher is here. Gentlemen, how are we today? Doing all right. Uh, we're good. I'm chilling. I'm mad that we're incomplete because Jamal is in here. But beyond that, I'm doing well. You're looking quite uh, comfortable there, Adam. Oh, very much so. Hey, Adam. Adam's out here shirtless, trying to get those. Uh, <laughs> trying to take the pod to the next level. <laughs> We're trying to expand our audience here. That reminds me. Do you plan on getting any more tattoos? Yeah. I don't know when, but I want to get a. <clears throat> so on this side, where I have um, the Maryland flag. Yeah. Uh, I don't know if I want to like cover it up. I mean, I don't know, probably not, but I want to expand it so I get like a half sleeve. Um, but that's going to come a little bit later. I could see you with like a, a chest piece. I don't know if I want to do a chest piece though. Maybe something like. Well, not not like the whole, but like a half thing, like a Roman Reigns kind of thing. And like go underneath the nipple and like into the armpit. And a little bit down the. Yeah, yeah. Would it be corny to get a Triforce tattoo? On his neck? Yes. No, not on his neck. On my ass? I'd get it. Just in general. I'd get a picture of Donkey Kong on my ass. I would get the DK symbol somewhere, but not my ass. Not even the DK symbol, just Donkey Kong's face. Yo, we should get a matching Otaku Street tattoos. Like something small. Now that's commitment. We should get each of our uh, each of our um, avatars tattooed on us. That's actually not a bad idea. Humble beginnings. But but me having my face tattooed on me is really <laughs> wild. That screams narcissist. Easily, yeah. Who who's that on your on your on your ass there? That's no, it's me. What do you mean? <laughs> Well, I mean, you know, Steve-O did that, except it's on his back and it's huge. It's just Steve-O also has some awful tattoos. Steve-O is Steve-O. That, like, that's something you'd expect from him. Like, I'd be mad if he didn't have a tattoo of his face on him. I feel like it's fair to introduce uh, our special guest of today's episode. Um, I guess this can kind of serve as like a half an- uh, announcement. Uh Mikey OQ is officially under the Otaku Street umbrella. Uh, he has been, first of all, he's my nephew, so it's cool. Um, yeah, nepotism, whatever. He didn't earn it. Yeah, yeah whatever. <laughs> um, but no, he's, uh, he, he's, he's the one who's in charge of our, our brand new TikTok account. And uh, 
we're going to do some streams and stuff down the line. And he's been getting a lot of traction on, on tech tech as previously mentioned on, on one of the episodes. So, uh, welcome to my nephew, Mikey OQ. Thank you for having me back on the show. All right. And well, now you... we're going to go ahead and just move on. Um, right. Yeah. Anyway, you're not going to plug your own TikTok. <laughs> yeah, we have a TikTok. All right. So, <laughs> so, uh, where, where can they, where can they check us out on TikTok, Micah? You can find them at Otaku Street Pod. No official, just Otaku Street Pod. Where you guys are rocking a strong seventeen followers right now. Hell, yeah. but that's because we haven't announced it. This go. is the announcement. Now, right, right. now we're going to have twenty-one followers. But in all seriousness, Micah is extremely talented. Has his own YouTube channel, his own uh, following. He is bringing us to the next level. So we are. Very, very thankful for his presence and can't believe he used to change your diapers. That is nuts. Uh, I'm a heavy load. You, you used, yeah, to, I know. used to drop. <laughs> <laughs> but the, um, the TikTok, like, I'm a fan of the pod, so I knew for a long time that you guys needed a video platform. And TikTok, you can already see in the two days that, or not two days, but like a few days that it's been out, people will uh, like come over here and they will come listen to the pod after seeing those clips. For sure. So make sure you check out the, tip, the TikTok. Yeah, make sure you check Please. out our tips. Our, our, our tics. <laughs> or, uh, otaku's teat. Otaku, otaku's teat. <laughs> so we, we've talked about the boys. Has anyone, is anyone caught up on the boys? I haven't seen a single episode, but I'm very much looking forward to watching it. It's I'm so getting good. ready to start watching it as well. I'm, I'm watching currently with my girlfriend, but I'm only on episode three. The latest episode is called Herogasm. Um, There's a lot of sex. When I tell you that that episode was absolutely out of this world. It's on Amazon, right? Yeah, Amazon Prime Video. Um, okay. The, the guy who plays Homelander, Anthony Starr, is so good at just being a piece of trash. Is he like the Superman of the show? Yeah. So he's basically like Superman, like Omni-Man, like that kind of like guy. But mm-hmm. he's so narcissistic. And like, the only thing he cares about is like his ratings because he... I'm not... I, I don't want to like spoil anything. Um, but... He's yeah. He's basically like if Superman really was in it for himself and not like saving people. The, the oh, they have like approval like, ratings. Yeah, so, like in my hero. Exactly. Or something um, that's that's cool. Like so that. it's it's like yeah, it's like my hero and uh, like Invincible put together, but like live action. Yeah, yeah. Right. So he um, is Endeavor. He is. He's number one hero. Yeah. If if you want to put it that way, then yes, he's Endeavor, um, but with the mindset of Omni Man, not even like Omni Man, because he doesn't want to like control everything. Um, it's getting the to that point kind of, but he's more so like Lex Luthor, I guess. Like okay. he wants to control how everyone views him, 
in a way. Uh, okay. Mm. Yeah. Uh, he, because speaking the, of, oh my bad. Go ahead. Go ahead, Micah. Well, like the seven, which is like the Justice League Justice in the show. Um, the seven is a market, just like Disney's Avengers is in a market. But the the cool thing about the show is those characters actually exist in that world. So like he knows he can make twelve billion dollars off of his movies and all that shit. But also like him stopping crimes and shit also gets him money because that gives him more marketability. So well, like so- when shit in the show goes down, he he doesn't want that shit to like you know I don't want to spoil anything, but like things that would stop their money flow to kind of get to the public. And that's where he kind of turns into like this evil. He'll oh, kill. He'll kill. No, it him. makes him, it actually makes perfect sense to be honest. It does, and it's like grounded in like it's a fucking great show. It really is. So the company I've heard that's so behind, much. I'm, I'm with it now. The company that's behind it all is called Vought, V O U G H T, and okay. it's basically like like Disney. Um, yeah. And, whereas like Marvel is like their biggest thing like that's like it but like micah just said the superheroes are like real and they exist in that world um and they they like they're in movies uh they do all this like propaganda and stuff because like they you know bought like basically controls everything they have like a news network they have bought soul uh they have bought um i can't remember what the, the south american version is but like they're global at this point and uh they're like certain like there's you know how there's like a b and c tier celebrities it's basically like soups are those celebrities in this world mm. and just and just like if you met iron man in real life or thor in real life they'd probably be absolute dickheads and right. the, the superheroes are absolute dickheads like they're overworked they you know and right. they just know that no one can fucking talk to them so like why would they let you right I understand. you're in you're not relatable or approachable at that point either so like Right. And yeah, it's so good because you can see how someone with that superpower would take advantage of Mm -hmm. everyone else. But like not all of them are like really bad people. Then that's like that's the wild dynamic of it. It's not all of them, but the boys, the boys are like the boys are not the superheroes. They're like a group of like normal humans that are trying to like kill all the superheroes, essentially. And so you follow them. Obviously, you follow the other the soups in the show, but you follow the boys mostly. They're like the main characters, William Butcher and Huey and MM and Frenchie. Um, they the characters are all very well written. The show is well produced, um, and like a lot of times when you're watching a show like this, you kind of have to like suspend your disbelief because like it is live action. Um, but like because it's so grounded in like if superheroes were real they wouldn't be great people at least a lot of them wouldn't because who's at least yeah like public eye sure but you know when it came right down to it money is money is king everywhere it doesn't matter what you do yeah what i was gonna say i uh i like this show more than i like any of the disney plus marvel shows um same way i like invincible more than any of those shows and i think it's because i'm kind of tired of the goody goody the, norm- the, the goody shit but also the normal superhero shit because i wouldn't say the batman was goody shit but, but i, I like that batman, movie but i was a little i was a little underwhelmed by the the batman oh you mean the movie 
Yeah, um, like I'm a little tired of the normal superhero formula. Understandable. And I know like shows like Loki and WandaVision try to change it up, and that's great for those. But even those still fall by the end of the show, those shows still fall into the same tropes that the fucking Avengers movies have been doing for a decade. So like the boys, rather than forcing you to into action scenes that don't matter, rather than forcing CGI and shit and stuff, they have good acting and dialogue and suspense and like when homelander superman is in a scene your heart is pumping the whole time because you don't actually know what that motherfucker is gonna do because the whole show he's not punching dudes he does it when he's pissed off in like a very specific moment and has impact Mm -hmm. and that's why i like the boys and that's why i like invincible too invincible a little different but kind of the same thing but the boys is like a more mature focused show and you can actually like get engaged rather than turning your brain off for an hour it deals with a lot of like real world issues too like it deals with like abuse and like like people and all that shit um and like obviously murder but it is a this is a tvma right yes absolutely okay cool uh but yeah so it's it's a great show. If you haven't if you haven't seen it yet, take a look. Uh, find someone who has an Amazon Prime Video account and uh, just binge it because it is entertaining. As uh, that, that that's part of the reason why I really wanted you to get into Young Justice because, uh, just like Micah said, I mean the first two seasons kind of follow the I don't want to say generic superhero like tropes, but it is more of a superhero traditional show but then once it gets to the third season there's like a really dark like mood switch and when you get to the fourth season there's so much like great dialogue and they deal with a lot of great things like uh, depression and like loss and like serious grief and it i'm telling you by the time you get to the end it's just so it's so rewarding. It's such a rewarding show, and I know season five was gonna go crazy. So is this I really the Young want... Justice. Is it sorry? Is this the Young Justice that was on Cartoon Network like years? Back? Yes, ten yep. years ago, bro. Yeah, they just it... came out with uh, season four recently. That's yeah. that's crazy because I haven't heard about it in a long time. Yeah, they revived it, it after off, a while. Yeah. Um, the first two, uh, the season, I think the first season came out in like 2011, 2010. That sounds then, right, because I was a kid back then. Yeah, and, like, it got really, really serious. I was so surprised when uh, they announced that they were going to bring it back. And that third season, they did not disappoint. Like, you could tell from the first couple episodes that, oh, shit, this is, you know, because they took it off of network TV, so they had way more liberties that they could take creatively, animation-wise, dialogue-wise. They just, they went ham. And it's very much more like a comic where, you know, there's a lot more gore. There's just, like I said, they're, they're tackling more serious topics. And Adam, I can't wait for you to um, finish it. Where are you in it right now? Still in season one. I think I'm episode like eight or nine, something like that. So still relatively early, but. Um, yeah, you got a long ride, but it, I'm telling you it's worth it. It's so worth it's it. Damn it's, it's been great. One of the damn last things was when Atlantis was getting uh, like sieged uh, by. I've seen that scene. What's his name? The guy with like the big red eyes who is like Manta. Yes, Manta. Black Manta. Yeah. Oh my God. Listen, man. I 
the I, plot I, I gets can't wait. so I wanna, thick. I wanna go oh back my god, it gets the plot so gets thick. so thick. I really want to go back and rewatch it with you. That's how serious I take hey, the show. After the tiles get woke, oh my god! Yeah, it was like, oh, it was like, dog, we're we're coming back to this. This is more... no. Nah, you... And they've introduced so many, so many heroes. Like, if you're a serious DC Comics fan, you're gonna recognize so many more things. And it's like, it is just crazy how much they were able to shove in and not make it feel crowded. Like you're still able to care about each hero individually and their stories. Not well, some more than others, of course, but like, and I do feel like you need a little bit of DC background knowledge, but I mean, I feel like that's not an issue for us. Right. So, yeah, man. Or anybody I, who's I recommend to the show. Anybody, yeah, I recommend anybody who loves superheroes. If you love DC, if that's you one love animation. It, Marvel has the movies down, but DC has the animated television shows on lock. And if you want something more lighthearted, Harley Quinn is hilarious. Harley Quinn is great. Wow, absolutely hilarious. That is a that's a great show. Um, I obviously... wish Teen Titans would get that treatment. Okay, see, but that's the thing though. This this is what Teen Titans should have been. And because all of those characters, with the exception of Starfire and Robin. I mean, sorry, excuse me. Well, Starfire and Raven are present. Like, it, it still kind of feels like you're getting that Teen Titans vibe. Yeah, because what I've, what I've noticed, uh, and again, I'm, I'm not very far on the show, but like I texted you guys when I was watching. And I was like, what I love about the show is that it has that nostalgic feel of like the old Justice League, like before Ultimate, like the original Justice League show. Yes, absolutely. Um, you know, it has the... You know, uh, they're they're sending them out on missions, and you know, uh, stuff goes down. But the dynamics between them are so much more in depth than just like, all right, we're part of this team. Like they're actually all growing together, and it's it's it, it's very well written. Um, for the most part, there's some things that I'm like, why is this happening? But I guess because this is the the episodes that I'm seeing are from you know, eleven, twelve years ago. Yeah, you're still yeah. early on where before before the the they could take the, the cap off and start doing just crazy ass shit. Just yeah, because just, now now it's HBO, like before it was uh, on what Cartoon Network or whatever. Yeah, it was Cartoon Network, and then you know, remember when DC Universe was its own thing? Mm-hmm. Yeah, that was stupid. Yeah, then that's when uh that's when season three came out, mm-hmm. and then uh HBO took care of all of that, and then they put season four on HBO and just amazing decisions i love i love when an old cartoon gets that treatment though i love when like a cartoon network show ends up on adult swim in like 10 years or something with like a final season you know what i mean right and they get to they get to really do it it's amazing creators wanted yeah samurai jack perfect example oh my god that show went from a nine out of ten to a ten out of ten at the last season Already a great show, but it was like it's a kid show. Mm. But when it ended, yeah, that was a fucking like adult. Like you grew up with that. Mm-hmm. It, it was, was no longer a so kid I, show. I'm sure Young Justice got that same treatment. That's awesome. Yeah, man, I I can't wait for you guys to to finish it, Micah. I think you especially you would like it since you saw it when you were so young. I would have to restart it like from the top for sure. You're you're lucky that you can because I wish I could. Speaking of restarting, in any case, 
I went on uh, my my endless backlog today. I was on the PlayStation Five going through my games, and I was like, "Hey, you know a game I want to play that's a little bit of fun? Uh, let's play Destroy All Humans, the original, the PS2 well, version." Micah can get into that. So I I hopped back on uh, the the PS2 version of that, right? And uh, I I have a profile on there. It was like it's like 51 fucking percent and i'm like 51 percent. do i hop back into this or do i restart the fucking game because i don't know what the hell is going on so i hop back into the to the to that profile the 51 percent, and god i was awful i was it was it was asking me to do some shit i kept getting caught uh failing missions and shit it was it was it was terrible but then when I restarted, I started to remember how to play and all that. And I was like, maybe I can hop back into that. But I don't know. It's 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 such a rigmarole. So my question for you guys today is when you're going to play a, or when you're about to hop back into a game that's in your backlog, do you restart a profile or do you hop back in at the point, whatever point you were at and just be like, fuck it. I, I'm, I'm, I'm hopping in. I'm, I'm, I'm raw dogging it. What, it really what, depends on what type of game it is like because the same thing happened to me with uh um with red dead it had taken it literally took a pandemic for me to finish that game because i bought it at launch which was october of 2018 i i was at 17 percent until march of 2020 and i was just like uh like i didn't want to start it over actually i don't remember if i started it over or not Damn, I don't even remember. I think I did. What's the first mission in Red Dead? The snow area. Yeah, when you're in the snow. Yeah, I started it over. I started it over because it was way too. It was way too far. Like fucking Um, three hour long tutorial. Exactly. And at this point, like, um, I started playing The Witcher, right? And you know, I I beat the first boss, and I would say I'm maybe ten percent through the game. Um, I haven't played it in a while. I don't know if I would. I would definitely uh, just continue from where I was because it's only been, you know, so many months. It hasn't been years. If it's years, I'm starting that shit over. Yeah. Um, I go through this dilemma every week. Uh, <laughs> so, like, perfect perfect games for me to restart are, like, roguelikes. Mm-hmm. So, like, a game like Elden Ring, hop in that. And I'll be like, yeah, I want to start a new character because there's another build I can make. You know what I mean? Right. But games like Assassin's Creed are very hard to start over because you know the amount of time sink it is and how meaningless most of it is. So like Valhalla, their most recent entry, I've tried twice, no, probably like three different times to restart that game and like do a different playthrough even though it's the same shit and i have 200 hours in the base game with all the dlcs and shit i can't convince myself to do all that again right i think it really just comes but then with black flag dude i have three different times played that game over because it's so good i think it really just comes down to how much content am i gonna re-experience 
and how much how long is that damn tutorial (laughs) how much content have i already done like in that game because in valhalla there's so much shit for me left to do dude but not a single fucking thing is worth it Mm. Mm. but like in black flag i could i could hop in my 50 percent second save and i'd immediately find shit to do right i wouldn't have to worry about restarting the game because that game is so fun no matter what point you're in absolutely so i guess it just depends on the game Um, it definitely does like me personally um so i've done this a couple times with like specifically like rpg games and um the one that kind of comes to mind is like final fantasy nine uh where like i had already beaten it on the playstation 2 and then shortly after that it got put on game pass and i started playing it and then i stopped just because i was like oh but there are other games to be playing i think around that time was when knockout city was released as well so then you know we were playing that and then other other games and so i went back and i had i think i was like 30 something hours into the story and i was like all right well i love this game so might as well go back to it and i because i had already known like what had gone on because i wasn't like that far into the game um if i was if i was like 90 hours in and like almost to the end then maybe i would have restarted but uh on the on the flip side i'm trying to think of a game where like if i didn't beat it all the way through and then like restarted it i'd have to like go back to the beginning um i'd say i'd say like a game like assassin's creed um like i i can't well actually no which assassin's creed right well with syndicates for example too I stopped playing that game and Micah and I have have had a conversation about that game recently. And um, basically I was telling him, dude, it's actually really good. If you give it a chance, a lot of people kind of slander it um, because it was part of that, uh, like the newer Assassin's Creed games. Like it was, it was one of the, the first ones that stepped away from like the traditional, like Assassin's Creed formula. Um, hey, I, but before you go on, I really fuck with that formula. What they did with that game, that shit was cool, bro. It was like with oh, the gangsters and shit. Yeah, hell, not like, only that, but like all of it. Like, like the way that you approach I a mission play. in that game. The way that you approach a fucking mission in that game, you can go in and you can be like, uh, it's it's like um fuck what's that game uh hitman you can go in and be like uh i don't really want to want to approach this mission in this way i want to do it like this like like there's multiple ways that you can get to the target in 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 the mission linear. the old assassin's creed games uh you know we're talking like the original one assassin's creed 2 brotherhood revelations 3 all that stuff like the missions were like they they had a decent uh variety of like oh here's a tail mission which are always fucking boring but then right after that is like here's a combat mission and then oh now you're now everyone's alerted so now you have to sneak out of the city or whatever um there's still that kind of feel to it uh but i want to say that like the the mission um structure and and syndicate is better than even like unity um and Micah and I have pretty fond memories of Unity because when we played it, it wasn't the most glitchy game. I know a lot of people hate that fucking game because of how poorly it was released. Uh, but Syndicate, it 
did like it released pretty clean it was just like people weren't all into the the world of it the the aftermath of unity dude mm-hmm. Right, and it was that was the, that was the next game after. It, it had nothing to do with Syndicate being bad itself. I mean, IGN gave Syndicate a nine. I remember that when it came out, but I remember no one was talking about it. Right, it wasn't until That's Origins weird. that the series got back. It's, it's a real it's shame, so though, sad because, because it, after, after Unity Syndicate and uh, what was the so Black Flag was before Unity. You're talking about Rogue. Yeah, Rogue. No, but Rogue's still the same like formula as four. Black Flag and four. It's the yeah. same formula. <laughs> no, there were right exactly. There were three games, so that's like kind of how they like section off like eras of Assassin's Creed. So there was one, two, it was and beautiful. There, it was one, two, and three, and then like the games in between those. Those were like the same type of Assassin's Creed experience, right? And then it was um, four and Rogue, but. Maybe maybe it was Black Flag, Unity, and Syndicate that were the part of the same generation of Assassin's Creeds, if I'm not mistaken. There's going to be someone that says like, "Oh, you forgot about this fucking game." Um, I was going to say, "Where does Origins Assassin's Creed Liberations?" But then, but Liberations is part of like the four. Yeah. (laughs) But then, so after that, that's when Origins, uh, Odyssey, and Valhalla came in. So you see what I'm saying? Like, there's there's basically three eras of Assassin's Creed games right now. It's the original ones, and then kind of like the middle ground. The and Kenway then, era. The Kenway era, uh, if you want to call it that. I, I'm sure there's a, like a, a better name for it. But after that was like the more modern RPG style uh, Assassin's Creed games, where it's not even Assassin's Creed. It's literally fucking Dark Souls. Well. It, I think it's sectioned the Kenway era because, like, in this way, it really gets me that they fucked this up with Syndicate. Edward Kenway was the protagonist of four. Okay. Um, And his his dad was. It's not just Edward, it's all of them. Yeah. It's Desmond, it's Ezio, it's fucking Connor, it's Haytham. Well, they're all related, but then once you get to the new games, then the. That's my point the the familial ties kind of die off and it's just that's my point we're gonna put in this era i'm pissed that we're even making more games because they had a wait 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 wait. do you have do you have sunglasses (laughs) 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 i'm pissed they had the like a a continuity up until syndicate they had a continuity. They went AC1, AC2. We we know how they're related. AC2 <laughs> to Brotherhood to Revelations. Then to three. We know how Connor's related to Desmond. We don't need to know more than that. Then we know Edward is Connor's granddad in four. Sick. We're playing as a pirate now. Then we know in Rogue, you work with Haytham. You work with uh, Achilles, which is Connor's mentor. You work with all these cool characters from all those games that you remember, and you're like, oh, they're connecting it. They're connecting it with Unity. Uh, in Rogue, you assassinate Arno's dad. That's such a cool moment. That was to, like awesome. connect it all. And that's the end oh, of the game. Oh. And that, that's who you That's play the it. end of the game, and that's what starts Unity. How fucking cool is that? Yeah. And then you know what Unity's about? Uniting the assassins and Templars after his dad was killed by a Templar. That's so cool. And then in Syndicate, what the fuck? What are we even doing? What well, are you doing in something? There, 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 there are ties 
um, even more so than some of the later games. So, yeah, uh, what was the what was the protagonist in Origins name? It's Bayek. Bayek, right? So Bayek was like the first assassin, mm-hmm. and that's he created the hidden ones. That that's cool in itself, right? And then the hidden ones kind of progress into Odyssey, and that's where uh, Cassandra or uh, what's her brother's name? Alexios. 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 If, you, if you play as one, then the other spoiler alert ends up being like the leader of the hidden ones. Mm-hmm. I honestly, I thought that was pretty cool. I did because like when you first choose, you mean your the character, the cult. The yeah, they weren't called the hidden ones in that. They were called the cult of Cosmo because the hidden ones is the assassins before well, they're the assassins. Right, yeah, yeah. Okay. Yeah. But so the hidden ones aren't really a part of odyssey that much it's they're not so, even a thing i don't think yeah, it's it's more so because that's before origins that's mm-hmm. ancient greece so um all it really does is in cassandra's the 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 canon um protagonist of that game so all it really does is kind of like put her that entire game that 400 fucking hour game which i thought was really fun because I took myself out of it being an Assassin's Creed game. It was just like its own game. Um, and I'm glad I did that. But it, it doesn't relate to the Assassin's Creed lore more than uh, Cassandra being like the guardian of a, like Atlantis or whatever, which mm-hmm. somehow ties fucking back into this entire fucking thing. It just, it's so disjointed. They, they took the Isu slash God slash alien technology shit from the first game and they just used it as a reason to make mythological games that they clearly, they clearly want to make. That they mm-hmm. they clearly want to make their own Witcher. I mean, they have Phoenix Rising, like that's not Witcher, but that's their own Breath of the Wild. Hell so like yeah. they clearly want to make a mythological game, but they can't because they know it won't sell. Just like Phoenix Rising didn't really sell as well as Assassin's Creed. Slap I mean, Assassin's, Assassin's Creed Valhalla Creed made a billion dollars. Slap that tag, baby. And so that's what brings us back to the conversation of like that there are different eras, you know, and the the first era was what most people think of Assassin's Creed as, right? And the second era was like, oh, they're expanding a little little bit more. Um, and again, Syndicate is a good game. It's a very good game. Um, Need to play it. My biggest criticism of it, uh, personally. No, the combat was solid. I li- I'd like because it was brutal. The like, gameplay, it, though. No, no. I can't no, get no. into it. Well, that's because you haven't given it a chance. The the if you think the combat in that game is like like stiff, like go go back and play Black Flag again. Like it's I, stiff in the game. I, I play Black Flag every day. Yeah. <laughs> and it's, it's it's stiff. Like it is stiff. Okay, but let me let me defend Black Flag. And let me explain why I don't Let me finish my point first. You can, you can, yeah. Okay. Now, I mentioned my my biggest criticism, and this isn't like uh, mechanically, this isn't like graphically, because it looks amazing. It looks even better than Unity, and Unity looks so good at the time, right? Syndicate looks so fucking good. Um, I even like the traversal. People were like, oh, well, the grappling hook and the zip line take me out of it. Like, Like, fuck it, dude. It's Assassin's Creed, like... No, it, that, that's where the series needed to go. Exactly. But there was one part later in the game where you start going through like uh, like rifts in time and you go back to like Paris and you go back to uh, like times during like World War II and shit like that. Oh, no, I just cursed. 
You cursed a couple times. All right, whatever. <laughs> I, I've minimized it. Okay, I'll do. I'll, I'll, do a, I'll put a counter in the corner. Okay, I'll, I'll do. I'll do like like ten push-ups per each curse word or something. Um, Can't wait to see how many times he has to bleep this. Oh boy. Well, I didn't curse in the beginning, so yeah. whatever. You, you did pretty well. Yeah, um, especially for my standards. Uh, so, but no, uh, and those moments were so cool. It was so cool to finally get like, oh, we're going through time in the same game. We're seeing different eras, like we're going into the future and in the past, blah, blah, blah. And they kind of just felt like gimmicky. Um, like it, it's just there to entertain you not to like progress the story at all. And I wish that they did more with that. But aside from that, the gang mechanics in that game are probably the best in the entire series. Um, the traversal is solid. It, it's not as good as most recent games because obviously you can't climb on anything. Whereas in Valhalla, you can climb any mountain, you can climb any building, you can swim as far as you want. Right. Um, and, and the combat I think was good, especially for the, for the time, the era and time that they were going for the Victorian England, it has to be brutal. Hey, it's, and it's like, um, it's in that in-between period where they, they didn't want to lean into the, the action RPG and they still had the, the roots. So it's still rooted in that Assassin's Creed four, Assassin's Creed three combat area. Like you, you would like it, Mike, I think. Yeah. I, I'm not, I haven't played a lot. Like I probably, like we'll play, like I probably have like 10% in that game. So I would start where I left off. Mm -hmm. But it's it's not the gameplay of the combat itself that gets me. I think it's just the way it looks. Because like a part of, for me at least, the Assassin's Creed games, I was never like really into the combat, the playing. I just liked how it looked. It was always really cool to just watch Connor like, grab a rifle, stab a dude, shoot him, whatever the fuck, you know what I mean? But, like, in Syndicate, it's so goofy. It's so goofy. And I can't take it, not serious, because, like, you don't really need to, but it does take me out a little bit where I'm trying to be, like, this dope gangster and, like, fuck dudes up. And then when I see the guards, like, the one thing I want to say is if you play as Jacob, um, he is kind of like as standard. As, he's exactly what you would expect combat-wise, right? But I want that. And 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 to each their own. Like, and you have gadgets that you can use, just like in most Assassin's Creed games. You can you don't have like super fucking powers because you're not a, a god. But if you play as Evie it's much more fluid and she like bounces around a little bit more and you can really see how much effort they put into the animations with her. Uh, because Jacob is like, I I'm going to go, I'm going to go into this fight club and I'm going to fist fight everyone. And I'm also going to stab a guy in the eyeball. Whereas <laughs> like Evie has like a little cane um, and she just like beats the crap out of everyone, but like is fluid about it. Kind of like how like you would imagine like a Jedi fucking like fighting three cysts at the same time or something like that. Like it's smooth. I mean, just look at Altair in the first game. That too. Um, and, but it, I, I will say it's, it's, it's harder to counter attacks, but you have to 
learn the system because it's like I want to say the break defense thing, right? Yes, and, and I, I want to say that it's like it's one of the more in-depth combat systems in any Assassin's Creed game. Uh, because in the more recent ones, all you need is to just have a really good weapon and just be really super strong. Um, in the old games, it was like you use the hit blade and occasionally like a throwing knife, and then you'll you'll grab like a weapon from your opponents. In Syndicate, it's you have to know who's using what weapon. Um, it's like it's similar to like Batman Arkham style, kind of. Um, and not I, I'm not like you're not gonna fly across the street like 30 feet just by the press of a button like in Batman, but um, it is it is fluid if you know what your what your game plan is, what your attack plan is in going into a fight. Um, and not to mention, it's very satisfying saving a bunch of children from a factory. Yeah, that is one of the most awesome things about the game. Yeah, you really do feel like a like a like a good person in that game. So. Um, we've spent a lot of time. On yeah, I don't want to just stuff, talk about uh, Syndicate, but I have heard that the stealth in Syndicate is like the best in the series. It is really good. So give it a chance. Give it an open mind. Um, know that it's different from what you like in the series, but know that it's not as outrageous as the most recent games. The 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 one thing I want from it is cool combat let jacob be a badass for me and i think you'd be more let me do gang shit yes and so you like you like the shadow of mordor games love them and the way that you kind of take over the city like you you capture zones back from the the quote-unquote templar uh, gangs um, it's similar to that. Now you don't have the the nemesis uh, system where it's like, oh, these guys are evolving and tracking me as the game goes on. But there are gang leaders that you can take down, uh, and you take over different zones by accomplishing different tasks. And uh, it's not as bloated as Valhalla, which I think both of us really appreciate in a game nowadays. When you say bloated, it's real. Dude, what do you mean by bloated? No, dude, Valhalla is like if you're if you want a job, get Valhalla. It's so 500 much. hours, dog. You put oh. 500 hours into the game and you still miss half the fucking tasks in the game. But the thing is you're not missing anything. Right. It doesn't have uh it doesn't have the same, you know, random world events that the newer games have i think became really popular in odyssey and then valhalla just went through the roof and some of them can be fun like oh this cat actually killed this entire village or something like that's funny but it doesn't have that it just has like the main story uh and a couple things to do around the city like gang warfare and stuff like that and like do you remember templar hunts and cool shit like that and like yeah, or like uh in black flag and in three or even in two you could go through the temples and get altair's armor and shit and in black flag you went and hunt down all the templar masters to get the templar armor you and, can get uh you can get Ezio's uh, armor and syndicate i think but like do you go and uh it's not separate? related to like the story like it's not like there's right, like, right. This my, my point was 
there's just a, a lot more interesting tasks in those older games. Like world events is fucking stupid because I might not know what I'm going to get into when I go near one of those little blue circles on the map. I don't know what it's going to be. It could be a fucking monster. It could be some dude asking me to carry a crate for him. I know I'm going to be bored regardless. Right. And there's none of that. It's not like the open world, uh, you know, formula that, that they're going for in, in the newer games. But yeah, if, if you go into it knowing that it's an older game, but it's like a better unity, then you're going to you're going to enjoy it for what it is. And that's all I that's all I can really say. Like it has its own it has it, it has its own leg up in the entire franchise. So, um, I want to I want to shift the focus for one minute. Thank God. It, it's Assassin's Creed, but just not this. Jesus okay. Christ. Okay, well then you're not shifting the focus. No, I'm shifting the focus to a possible remake of the first game. That would be great. And I have I have that. pretty good um, evidence. So Ubisoft recently have made an announcement of sorts, like kind of like kind of just a message on their website saying that from here on out, any Ubisoft games or or new Ubisoft games are going to say a Ubisoft original on top of their title. So recently, because of the 15th anniversary for Assassin's Creed, they've been um, talking about what they're going to do each week to celebrate the series. The very final week, which is in September, is the first game. A week after that, like, a 15th anniversary event ends, they're doing their Assassin's Creed at a big announcement, what's going to happen with the rest of the franchise. You know, they're going to talk about their MMO and shit. But if you go on Assassin's, or like Ubisoft's merchandise page, and you go to what they're dropping in September, they're dropping Assassin's Creed 1 merch in September, and one of the posters, or like the game cover, says a Ubisoft original at the top. The original Assassin's Creed never had that, and then the, the remaster, like the uh, backwards compatible version, doesn't have that either. And this has people thinking, okay, are we getting a new Assassin's Creed? Well, also... If you watch that new 15th anniversary stream that they made, they start out the stream with Assassin's Creed 1, and then they cut to like all the different eras of Assassin's Creed and all the games. But that first clip of Assassin's Creed 1 looks nothing like the old game. Like better graphics, everything, like a totally different game. So we might be getting an AC1 remake this year or next year. I'm not going to lie, right? Then I'm all about about time. I feel like it's about time for for that series. Because when did that first game come out? Like 2007? 2007. It gotta be seven. Mm-hmm. I was about to say. Yeah. The first that's time. Because I had a PSP one. with AC Bloodlines on it. <laughs> that's so, so like a 15-year anniversary present? That's cool. I'm, I'm, I'm with that. That sounds good. Um, and it's the only way they're going to win back the fans because people are done. Yep. The, the very first time that I played that game, a game-breaking bug at the very end where uh, I forget what quest it was, but it was like um, uh, you had to you had to go to one of the locations and get to one of the viewpoints, and the viewpoint was broken for me, so I never finished the fucking game. I was so mad that I never finished the the, the first AC. That's but, tough because the ending's great. I know, 
I'm, I, I, I've long since watched it on YouTube and shit, but I, I like going back and playing that now. I'm, I'm excited for that. That'd be cool. All I'll say is that if they do a remake of Assassin's Creed one, they better not make it open world. Why not? Please don't. That no, game is no. Stick, I think we stick to it. Like stick to what was loved. Expanding the world a little bit might not be a bad idea because honestly, Assassin's Creed One was already kind of open world for that type of genre. Yeah. But if you make it a modern open world, then it'll just it'll be another one of the more recent games. Like, I do not need to trek across all of Jerusalem. I am good, bro. <laughs> <I'm getting laughs> give, me, give, give me the main cities. Give me the the traversal system where it was boring. But if you if you expand on that, then that's fine. But you don't need to make the 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 map where you're going from city to city to you don't need to make that the size of goddamn like halo infinite you know like it doesn't need to be oh but you need to unlock this section in order to progress to back to jerusalem or like what like no just do what people loved like that, that's all you need to do as of late though adam it's, it's just been uh nah here's all of egypt nah here's all of greece <laughs> to be honest i i wouldn't expect them to it's ubisoft i won't expect them to do anything new with the game i'm gonna be real i wouldn't expect anything more than a graphical update and maybe some like animation improvements like some quality they, of life changes it's not necessarily just because it's ubisoft and we know they don't give a fuck but they have rift assassin's creed rift coming out which is supposed to be their you i don't know if you guys played valhalla but that's their bossom game they have a an assassin character in valhalla named bossom and they're making a standalone game about him in the Valhalla engine. So, Adam, that's your RPG that you hate and that you don't want to come out. That's coming out. The They have the Assassin's Creed Infinity. <laughs> they have Assassin's Creed Infinity coming out, which is the MMO Assassin's Creed, which is like, why is not just MMO? bring back Unity servers? Why not just bring back Unity servers? But whatever. Wait, hold on. Hold on. It, it's an MMO? Assassin's Creed, Assassin's Creed Infinity is an MMO, sir. Ah. Uh, and uh, fuck yourself if it's an mmo are you kidding me what do you, you didn't mean? know that assassin's creed infinity is an mmo game it's a game where they're going to put you in the like animus and they're gonna say here's a bunch of time periods we're gonna release these probably every season probably like once a year they're gonna do a new era and it's gonna be the same rpg game with a new skin every year aren't you excited? i'm done I'm done with the franchise. What do you mean? Games as a service, Adam? Don't I'm you want this done. to be around forever and ever and ever? Assassin's Creed 40. Welcome back to the future. Um, so that's why I don't feel you like know, they're going to be... That's why I don't feel like they're going to be doing the open world with AC1. I think they're just going to remake it. And I think the reason they're doing that remake is because they know they're about to fuck up. They know they're about to fuck up the franchise big time with these games. They have this MMO coming out, and then they have this RPG that probably won't be what people expect. So they have to do something to kind of appease to the old fans. They got to know, man. It's 
I don't. Uh, it's about don't, to be I, an interesting future. I don't think. Uh, oh my god! I don't think you guys realize just how like how defeated I am hearing that. You know we're gonna play it. I'm not. I'm not. I'm not doing it, bro. Uh, listen, I tried to get Adam to. Mike, are you familiar with this uh, Naraka Blood whatever game? No, it's a coin or whatever. It's a it's a sixty person uh, battle royale game, but instead of it being a shooter, it's like a action martial arts style game. With um, you know, you pick different characters. Is that, is that the one on game. game Pass? Yes, it mm-hmm. just. I did see like that. They, I did see that, and I thought I saw the cover. And I was like, "Ooh, fuck yeah, we're getting a kung fu game." Exactly. I, I yeah. At it. No, no, no. PvP, sixty on. player battle royale. Yeah. Hold on. Did you watch? <laughs> did you watch the trailer though? No, I did. I didn't look anything past that because I was looking at the the Shadowfall game that you guys were talking about that you're excited about. Oh yeah, they put three of them up there. Yeah, the Redfall and shit. I, I was looking at that. Um, but no, if you get the chance, watch that trailer and tell me that shit doesn't look at least like, and you can't download it. You have to cloud play it. Like, it looks interesting. And I try to mention it to Adam and Adam's like, mm, you know what? I'm not playing. Hashtag that. <laughs> because Adam is the <laughs> Adam, Adam refuses to try anything new when it comes to gaming. No, I know that's you- not fucking true. That's not true. I-, I force him to try a new game with me like every month. I the force 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 not not willingly no no (laughs) i don't like battle royales bro it's different oh the only battle royale that i play right now is fall guys because it's simple it's fun and if you win if you win you feel satisfied but it's not like oh my god i want i want a turkey dinner no just say you hate competition, bro. Just say you you not a fuck you, that. I'm so competitive, but I don't like the battle royale system. I, I don't like gimmicky games. It's overdone. I agree, but because this is a different take with a different combat style, I feel like it's at least worth a try. Then you, you try it. Really, if, already have if, game pass. All you have if, to do is press play. Well, I won't. But you you try it. You tell me, asshole. All right, fine. From, I the, will. from the photos I saw, it looked cool, but I didn't. Battle Royale Madden. The problem is that we don't have enough fucking time for all of these service games. Like you're absolutely right. Maybe two, three max, but damn, man, and they keep like left, right, center. We got service games every fucking where. Can we just get? Can I just get a linear story where I just, I just walk through peacefully i i, w- I want to play a game like journey again i want to play fucking uh 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 what's that game um uh the swan game you guys know what i'm talking about i know what you're talking about but i don't yeah. know what the name yeah, i want to play games like that where are the artistic motherfuckers making games like that instead of games that are trying to reach into my goddamn pockets all the goddamn time you mean you don't want to keep playing switch sports for more clothes <laughs> not gonna lie i play knockout city all day for more clothes <laughs> and and that's fine because that's one of the right. ones in your rotation but then a new game comes out like crossfire or fucking um any of those like team-based ones and shit and it's just like dude i'm not gonna install this because i know you're gonna ask another 60 bucks for me just to play your game right or to unlock anything in your game oh you'll let me play it but i won't have any fun <laughs> so, 
Thanks for the free to play game. Shit. Thanks look for the free to play game. $100. No, dude. I, like, single player games are the way to go if you don't already have like a set rotation of multiplayer games. It's so true. It's so true. And it and, sucks that a game like Assassin's Creed is starting to like. I mean, they've been doing bullshit, but like the fact that they're going MMO is so fucking scummy. They were just like, <laughs> let's let's be honest here. Um, every game that we, so if you notice, a lot of the games that are just like continuously going, where they have a six, seven, eighth, fucking sixteenth entry in the series, those are games that like first came out in the renaissance of like modern gaming for example halo assassin's creed um like the uh, call of duty uh king of fighters uh, kingdom hearts 15 uh, just all all those games right like they with with so many people getting into gaming in like the late 90s early 2000s they know that there's a market there just because of nostalgia and they're just digging their fucking grave dude and they don't care and that's the problem with like the modern day gaming industry is that these developers more often than not don't give a shit about like you enjoying the game they just want your money it's less to the developers and more the publishing Mm -hmm. well i mean yeah the developers we know that cd project red is like a total fuck-ass studio but like a place like Rockstar, dude, they have fantastic developers over there, and yet they have the scummiest execs. Ever. No, that that's a, that's a fact because Rockstar, there's literally no excuse for what they've been doing to that franchise. And that and that's and but you know they have talent, like more talent than anyone in the industry. There's absolutely no reason, and I hope you're listening, Rockstar and Bethesda. There's no goddamn reason that one game that was released in. For uh, when was when was Skyrim released? 2011. 2011. The GTA 5 was released in 2013. 2013. There's no reason that one game should span across like three generations of consoles. There's no excuse for that ever. At least at be all. like Assassin's Creed and be lazy about it. <laughs> yeah, like don't put on the facade that you actually care. I'll play a half-assed GTA game before I play GTA Online again. Yeah, like. We'll take a shit GTA, but don't That's just still resell a GTA. GTA, bro. A you, shit you GTA could, at this point is is still an eight out of ten. You could just re-release fucking four. I don't even need the fucking uh the the paintbrush, whatever the fuck you did with with three and San Andreas and shit. I just need just re-release it. Just put it back out. The silence from developers hurts most when they're asking you for money. It hurts most when they're asking you for money, especially from Bethesda, Rockstar, these studios that have these side MMOs that are like asking for like five years or six more years of your time and more money from you. And it's already the biggest, like the highest grossing media product in actual history. Right, it GTA sold more than anything ever. Ever. on On that same token, you have two fucking cash cows and you ignore one of them like you, red uh, dead has red, no red dead, support no fucking support they forgot about it they were like yo uh uh mexico fuck y'all 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 don't get no mexico 
Y'all want to go to Guam again? Nah, come get this office building. We're not expanding no maps. And they did that because they knew there was no market mm-hmm. for Red Dead online. Mm-hmm. It, but there could have there 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 could have been, a, but they knew where they're. Bro, there was no, there was whole communities, dog. There was people out there that were that were doing whole role play communities. Like that, there, there was a cult following, uh, be it a big cult following, and now it's shrunk. It it's shrunk and shrunken down to nothing now. Try to go on that that game now and find no find the fucking now. lobby. There's nobody playing it anymore. Why? And it's a shame because they they had a really big like other games would kill for that level of uh for that level of commitment for that for that for those numbers the numbers that Red Dead got, but because GTA is so massive, it's like the like even games or even numbers that would would uh fucking damn how do I even put this like they would put other companies like on the map. But because it's not GTA, it's like, eh, what's the point? Which is ridiculous to me because that's more money for them. But they don't want to split the time because they know, oh, we can we can still milk GTA until 2026 and nobody's going to say anything because everybody always wants a GTA game. There's no excuse for a company like that, especially when you follow like other games that are much smaller. Like, uh, for example, the State of Decay on Xbox is one of my favorite games. And their their studio... When me and Adam were playing it, their studio had 10 people. And in the period from 2017 to like whenever Adam played it, probably like 2020, they added one new map, three new game modes, like 15 new uh, bounty packs with like different weapons closed. They added new storylines and all shit. This is a team of 10 people in an open world zombie game that was already finished. And they did all that for free. They didn't ask a dime from us. And I'm like a heavy player of that game. And when I see a studio like Rockstar with Red Dead Online, or even just the campaign, it's like, you guys, I know you're not trying. I know someone's either saying stop trying or you're not trying. So we are not naive at all. We all know that this is a capitalistic society and we, uh, the video game companies and every goddamn company out there wants money from us. We get it. But there was a level that in the in the the two the, the early two thousands there was a level of like love and passion that went into making a video game. When you shipped that bitch, that shit was right. It was good. It was good to go. You put the gold label on it. It was straight out the box. You got an experience. There was no oh, uh, we're gonna update it ten weeks from now. We'll we'll update it. Uh, in in six months and see 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 if it works like there was none of that and now everybody is trying to to be in your pockets and i hate that shit can we move on past this can 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 we get complete games at launch can we go back to those days please anybody any fucking game company developers used to have shame bro they used to they used to put pride in their products yeah. Instead of trying to rush to meet deadlines that execs try to put up. I mean, listen, the game market is oversaturated as it is. You don't have to rush your game out, man. So every time I see a rushed game, it's like, what are you guys doing? Like, what's what's the point? Because if you're already put on. Exactly. Because if your game comes out and it's shit, I guarantee you one month later, there's something that's going to take that time away. 
like, yeah, I'm an adult, so I don't have time to play video games like kids do, but kids' attention spans are not the same, bro. They will play Fortnite forever, but, like, you you have to fight that. And you're not going to fight it by rushing. You're going to fight it. You're going to fight it by putting out a polished product that, but that's that, worth a damn. But that's just the... Dollars. That's a, that's that's also just a kid thing though. Like, uh, you first of all, when we were kids, we were broke as shit. We didn't have no money to buy games. Second, like, I don't know if you, I, I know you guys had shit when you were kids. When we you, were kids, we were broke. <laughs> I'm still broke. Yeah. Hey, Adam, you're Excuse not. Excuse me for not working in the, <laughs> in the sweatshops when I was seven. <laughs> you're, you're not fucking li- but when i was when i was out shining shoes in the middle of new york city at the age of six i couldn't afford any video games so i could put some quarters in the pac-man machine every week <laughs> <laughs> but, no uh, again it was just a fucking different time games came com- complete so it was nothing to replay final fantasy 8 17 fucking times because you knew every fucking time you were going to have a good time replaying that game. It was nothing to go and play um, uh, Super Smash Brothers and, and, and know that you were going to have a good time every single time you play that game. Like, it was nothing to replay and replay games, right? Nowadays, we, we have a myriad of fucking options. I have 100 fucking 50 games on Game Pass that I can go to right now and play. But do I want to play half of those bitches? Because they're not fucking finished. No, I yeah. don't. It, 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 I, I hate the mentality of gaming now because there's so many games out. I feel guilty sometimes when I play one game over another, which is stupid. It's a fucking stupid mentality to have. But like, I'll be like, why am I playing Valhalla right now when I could be playing an actually good game? Why am I playing uh, Guardians of the Galaxy? when I know I could be playing this or whatever, whatever it is, like any better game than the current one I'm playing. But it doesn't, it didn't used to be like that. It used to just boot up whatever demo games, not even full games. Like I used to play fucking demos. Yeah, I'm not that young. (laughs) I used to play fucking demos and just, I would play that and just that. And I would be like, this is the whole game. Like (laughs) That was enough for me. But now I don't know. You need sixty-hour-long odysseys of just the the developer trying to waste your time, and then you because you're being waste your time's being wasted in one game. You're like, wait, I have another RPG I haven't finished, uh, and then you go and play that one, and it's just like they're all the same. It's not that fun. Become a rigmarole, man. Like we gaming should not feel like a chore. You're absolutely right, Mike. So all in all, gaming is fucking trash, and we're idiots for continuing to pay for it. Yes. But it's like, That's... what are you going to do? This is our passion. We love it. Pay? And we do. And we still pay. <laughs> <laughs> With what money? Um... I mean, like, it, it's still shout out to the developers who, who you can tell put in the hours to make their game quality every time. I never get tired of playing Knockout City. I'm not going to lie. Like, should we play tonight? Just had a friend. Will Will just hit me up, Adam. He was like, should I get Knockout? Ooh. It sounds like we have our plan set for tonight. Sounds like we need to wrap up then. Yeah, we do. All right. Well, 
this has been uh, the Otaku Street Podcast. Very, very video game heavy episode of the Otaku Street Podcast. Now, there's nothing but wrong with that. you fucking love it. Yeah, absolutely. You uh, First of all, watch your language. Jesus fucking Christ. Um, but, you know, as you guys know, we love anime, but boy do we love our video games we're just we're just a bunch of gamer boys okay um and please by all means continue to support us even if you just watch our our brand new tiktoks that our buddy here uh micah has been putting together for us it's been a, it's been an awesome treat seeing uh even the littlest bit of attention um please continue doing that if you don't have tiktok then if you're just listening to us here we love you. Uh, wherever you're from, we know that you're all over the world. Uh, that's awesome to see. Uh, you know, send us send us any input any way you can. We have uh, uh, an email, uh, Street at gmail.com. We have a Twitter, Pod on Twitter, Pod on TikTok, MikeyOQ on TikTok and YouTube, AQ.digital on TikTok. Uh, all of What's our Twitch at? The Twitch at oh the real NPCs. Uh, we're going to really uh, set up a schedule so that we can start streaming again. Um, I know we've been kind of lackluster in that, but we just we're trying to get everything off the ground all at once. So just bear with us. And at the very least, if you're listening to us here, we love you very very much. You're not fans. We don't have fans. We have friends. We have um, neighbors. We have neighbors of uh, we're all we're all on the same street here. Okay, that's why you listen to us. Uh, and like I said, if you have input, we'll we'll put it we'll put it on the show. If you guys tweeted us, we'll put it on the show. So if that entices you, please interact. I'll put that in the clip. Yeah, exactly. So um, this has been the Otaka Street Podcast. We love you guys very much, and it has been awesome having uh, Micah join us. Thank Does you anything? for having me back on the show. I love Does it. Anyone, anyone have any uh, closing remarks? Rockstar, please just. <laughs> Just please cut it out. <laughs> That's all I got. Fair enough. Chris, anything? Uh, just Micah, thanks for being a part of the family and welcome. Well, uh, you're you're uh, you're a well or how do I put this? Your contributions are very much appreciated. There you go. We love you. Thank you. Of course, we're, guys. We're looking forward to all this good work. It's it's a lot of fun, man. I'll close it out uh, with or I'll put my last regards as like, I don't mind doing it for the team. You know, like I want to see you guys grow. I want to see you guys blow up. And I've only recently realized, oh shit, I can do this. Yeah. <laughs> like, I'm like, oh fuck, I'm actually good at this. Okay. Yeah, man, and, once you started, starting is the hardest part. Oh dude, Very it took me, good. It took me a it, year to get actually good. So, you know, I know that you, everyone starts somewhere and like you guys just need a little bit of a push. If I can help even a little bit with that push, I don't mind it, you know? So. Look, you keep saying you guys, you are a full-fledged member. You are patched I know, in, brother. Yeah, bro, but you now. guys are the spotlight of <laughs> Otaku Street. That's my point. Like I'm, I'm on the fifth, I'm the fifth like on the side guy. Nah, the, the network, hey, it's, it's hey. the Otaku family. The, 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 you know, there ain't no levels here, brother. We're 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 all we're all on the same floor. <laughs> exactly, we're all in the same goddamn ballroom. We're all wearing our our flashy suits. I, I like to think that I look like Beast from Beauty and the Beast, and that that's the ballroom we're dancing in. <laughs>
I was thinking Beast from X Men, just like a big. That's blue exactly dude. what I was thinking too. <laughs> I swear I went to Big Blue too. <laughs> I was like, hey, right, that, yeah. I'll be I'll like, be I Beast from X Men. Yeah. yeah, I was gonna say I see it. Especially because I want to start growing out my hair again, and so that never should have cut it, freaking weirdo. Well, well, it was it was too long and knotted, and then when I cut it, it looked like shit. So uh, I had, and the cool thing about hair is that it grows back. And it's not going anywhere, and neither are we. We're here to Jack stay. Jesus makes a comeback. <laughs> but yes, um, that's that. I think that's enough. We we've said more than enough. Uh, we love you guys. Nightmare. Thank you. Yes, absolutely. Thank you for tuning in, and uh, this has been awesome. And with that said, Otaka Street out. Peace. Street out. Out of there. <laughs>